Hey there, AfterBuzzers. Welcome to AfterBuzz TV's The 100, Season 3, Episode 11, Nevermore After Show. Today we're going to be talking about things like Jasper, Raven's crazy exorcism, and Monty's mommy issues. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Welcome back. Uh, thank you for joining us. And if this is your first time, welcome for the first time. I'm your host, Tari J. Miller, and I'm joined by two wonderful panelists. The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> That's Ben Bateman. You can find him at Ben Bateman Media. And also, Alex. <laughs> Alex? Alex is. Alex, is. This, is, Alex now? this is Alex is Torres. You can find me all over social media and me trying to keep my composure at Torres890. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and as you can hear, this is the the Exorcist theme. Yes. Because we had a really great Exorcist themed episode of The Hundred. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie, it's great. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, no, you're correct. <laughs> yes. Uh, also, uh, before we jump into it, make sure to like and subscribe. We're available on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, YouTube, all the places where you want to listen and talk about your favorite shows. We're there. So make sure to support us and all that jazz. So let's jump into it. Yes, let's jump in. Let's jump uh, into it. <laughs> I, I would love I it if you were doing like a, a deep demon or like a, a buffalo bill. I can't uh, really do like a like a really good demon. It just kind of sounds like a joke. <laughs> like uh, I always think of Jonah Hill in This Is the End oh. when Jay Baruchel's like the power of Christ compels you, and he's like a demon. He's like, does it, Jay? Does it really compel you? Or something <laughs> like that. That's always what comes to mind for me. But anyway, uh, this yeah. episode was great. It I really was. Yeah, I really enjoyed this one. Um, and I. <laughs> I like that we picked up exactly where we left off from mm. the last episode with Jasper and Clark kind of hanging out in that truck. And I I had forgotten, since this is our first time seeing them together, since probably the the last episode of the uh, second season, and I didn't remember how much animosity would be between them. Jasper, but Jasper and came, Clark. Yeah, yeah, Jasper and Clark. Uh, so the, he came right out the gate, and he spent the whole episode really like, driving it hard that he hates her. Yes. Uh, I mean, do you guys feel like it's justified that he feels the way he does, or do you think he's being whiny? Like, what do you guys think? I mean, they're all kids is the thing that we still have to remember. So, like, it, not only is not only do I think that, like, he's justified just in the sense that, like, Clark murdered his girlfriend. I mean, in, in, in to some degree, she did, whether or not it was, like, to save her people. However, like, he loved someone, Clark was behind her dying, and these characters are all, like, 19 or something like I mean they're all like angsty like he's whether or not it's like correct for him to feel the way that he does he's definitely going to and I think he's justified I mean he is a little pouty like just in general as a character this season he's like got it's just kind of emo this season like he's like very whiny but at this point the way that he I mean he didn't smash the chip so like he it was a little reserved you know yeah he held back a little bit a bit I, yeah. I mean I had thought that he kind of was over it because we had that moment when he was crying over Finn's ashes. And right. then it was okay from then. Sure. But I guess, like, her arrival kind of had those feelings bubble back up. I mean, what do you think, Alexis? You seem to have had feelings. You have so many feelings. All the feels. I'm oh, trying. my gosh. Keep, keep it down. <laughs> Gonna just turn on, like, a light switch. Um, but it, it, I have actual mixed feels about it. Because I understand coming from someone who has had... 
um, like I said, depression, anxiety, where I've had triggers and things like that and things come up and whatever. But at the same time, it's really hard to push through with Jasper because it's just, it's been so constant. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I understand that he's grieving and it sucks and I'm, I feel really bad. But like at the same time, I'm kind of like, we have someone's life that's in danger right now. So yeah. you yeah. dwelling on your own past crap that's happening is kind of BS. A little right. bit. Just a little bit. But I understand because I agree with you that yeah. they are, they're young adults that don't really, there's a lot going on. Yeah. And so I feel, I feel bad, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, please, uh, adult up and uh, <laughs> let's figure it out together. Yeah. Yeah. I, I loved, to your point, just, you, you mentioned the two of them seeing each other. I just kind of loved that in general we got to see so many of the characters of the hundred back together. It's been mm-hmm. so long since we've had a scene with all of these characters in the same room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, just from the minute like Clark walks in, I was actually almost a little more surprised that everybody wasn't more like, oh, Clark! What's up? Like it was like <laughs> people were just kind of not surprised that I, she was there. I feel right. like they've been so used to not having her around that it was just kind of like, oh hey. And her like randomly showing up out of like an air duct yeah. or like sneaking through a doorway, just like totally randomly. Like it's so weird how disconnected she became from the rest of the group as the show progressed. I mean, yeah. she really just became an entirely separate part of the show. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's because her as her as a character has been put on such a high pedestal, which I think that the show has done a good job of. Mm-hmm. Like, that distance just shows how isolated she's become. Yeah. And so, like, it kind of highlights the relationship that she had because it was the one uh, basically equal dynamic that she was able to establish where she didn't feel like she had to protect her, uh, like, uh, Lex or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and so that's what made that loss so heavy on her, and that's why she's still holding on to her chip and all that stuff. Um, so I, I like that aspect that she's so isolated and that she's on this such a high pedestal that like no one else can really like touch her, but she doesn't really want to be there. Did you, you said holding onto her chip. Did you mean holding onto her clip? Is that your <laughs> I was really hoping we could push through that and it wasn't going to come up, but it did. It did. That was all I needed. It was just that little, woo, and then we're good to go. <laughs> Um, For those of you on audio that don't know, Clip is Klexa. It's Klexa's it, replaced by the Chip and Clark. Yes. That is now Clip. Which I love that. Uh, <laughs> Which going, lives on. Uh, well, yes, that too. And also the fact that Ricky had no idea. Yeah. That, that oh, was a thing. Oh, of yeah. Clip? Yeah, 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 absolutely. That was really funny yeah. to talk to him about that. Sorry. I feel like with Clark, which <clears> you were talking about, it's like she's almost like the character who like grew up with all the kids in the neighborhood and then she got real famous and like went through a bunch of stuff and then she's back in the old neighborhood and she's like trying to, she's trying to like have heart to hearts and talk to people and people are just like, what do you know? You're not yeah. around anymore. Yeah. You don't know what's going on. You've been up in Polis in a tower, like hanging out with like <laughs> hanging out with warriors and like having romances and like you know being part of the clan. Like I mean the the tribe, whatever. What the thirteenth clan? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. You're right the first time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, you just made the you just made the whole chat so super happy with clips. Sorry, <laughs> had to point that out. So when she's back in the fold, that's a little bit what it feels like. Yeah. She's trying to she's trying to relate to everybody, but I mean, and there's a great line obviously later. It's like you know maybe there are no good guys, which yeah. is kind of a nice moment to realize that she's not the only one who's just totally shattered like they've all just had to go through stuff and yeah. do horrible things but nonetheless like that was that was an interesting dynamic you see that show up a lot in in storytelling obviously mm-hmm. yeah you know um and speaking up since you brought up the line i feel like that line has been uttered in the show before i feel like it was like a, a way of them circling back and chat and listeners uh correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like that's been a theme in an episode before 
uh, especially since this episode has kind of brought up a lot of the baggage that all these these characters are carrying uh, over the last two seasons. Like, we got to revisit so many different pieces of everyone's past on this show, which was really interesting. But, like, I feel like that line in and of itself is something that has been uttered and something that kind of echoed a lot deeper now. You were right. Everybody's saying in the chat that it was a reference to season, in the end of season two. Right. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, uh, Abby said it to Clark. Oh. That sounds right. Yeah. That sounds right. Mm -hmm. Um, Thanks, guys, for reminding us, by the way, because, I mean, (laughs) we we go through a lot of these and we watch a lot of TV, so it tends to escape Mm. us sometimes. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, I liked that. Um, I also really liked, I mean, we'll get more into it as the episode progresses, but I loved seeing the old group together and really, like, having the dropship come back up and things like that when they... Especially when Octavia at the very end was like, "We'll get through this together. We'll survive together." Mm. It was just it just brought back the the memories of them surviving together all through season one, and mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, "The band's back together. A this bit. is great." Except for Sinclair, is that his name? Uh, yes. yes. Yeah. I mean, he was he wasn't like there when they started, but like well, he was he, on the arc. He was on the arc. Yeah. But you know, I meant like he wasn't surviving with them on on the ground. Right. Is what I was referring to. But yeah. I mean, he's gonna see it from their perspective, which is gonna be interesting. Is the actor that plays yeah. Sinclair? That's is that Sachin? Is that who that is? I would have to look it up. Um, I don't remember his name off the top, because, top yeah. of my head. Because I, Ricky always, he, throughout that interview, he referenced Sachin a bunch of times, and I see Mr. Sachin or Sacho or something show up on Twitter all the time. Right. And that's like the only, that must be Sinclair. Because I feel like, I feel like that's the only like non-core teenage character. Right. Well, or Lincoln. That isn't just like always part of the, but his name seems to come up a lot. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, I don't remember. I'm, I'm looking it up. I always speak. refer to him as Gaeta. Um, cause <laughs> nice. he was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or L, because he was the English voice he of L. He was the English voice of L. Wow! Well, <laughs> that hit me in a weird spot. I like that. Yeah. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. There's so I'm mixing up characters. No, yes. Sachin is Jackson. That's what everyone's saying in yes. this. Yes. Everyone in the chat's like, nope, 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 and nope. <laughs> You're it's incorrect. Dude. It's this dude. Uh, right? yes. Remember him? Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. He's oh, he's the one I want to punch in the face. He's turned, he's, though, right? He's, yeah, yeah. He's yes, that's what I'm saying. He's the one that yeah, I want to yeah, punch yeah. in okay. the face so, over I'm, and over. High five in the face with a chair. I want to do that. Mixing uh, things up. Sweet. Yes, okay. thank you. Um, so, all right, speaking of Sinclair, yeah. uh, he is integral in uh, basically bringing Raven back into the fold. So they got her tied to a chair, yeah. and he's helping them build this EMP. Um, and I... I keep forgetting that they, they being Sinclair and Raven, have a relationship. Yes. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Not a romantic relationship, but they no. are friends. Well, yeah, he's the one that, I guess, not trained her, but, like, they worked together a lot yeah. back on the Ark. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I remember. Well, and I think even back up in the sky, I think she has history with him because she had the heart palpitation, which is why she couldn't be a pilot, right, or yeah. an astronaut or whatever. She, she couldn't fly, and that was... And it was like him, I think, who had to tell her that or something. It's funny because I actually didn't like him at first because he was one of those tough love kind of guys. So anytime he would talk to her, it kind of sounded like he was degrading her. But it was just it was actually just tough love. And I'm just like, but that's just because my mom's the same way. So right. And then or all right. So and like and he's sort of sort of like her mentor because I remember on the ground. Then after she gets the paralysis in the leg. He's the one who like gives her purpose, and he's like, "No, you're brilliant. You need yeah. to keep working." Yeah. Yeah. I, it wants to inspire her to, to feel like she is needed yeah. again. So there, she, he has like definitely a lot of investment in her. Yeah, as a good and I and and I really loved hearing him like kind of freak out of the fact that he wanted to help Raven, but he was scared of frying her brilliant brain, as yes. he as he put it. And I thought that was really nice to see that side of him. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, yeah, it's always a, a scary place to be when you don't know if 
what you're doing is going to leave someone permanently brain damaged or anything like that. I don't know, know how her body is not permanently damaged. I mean, she. I well, like that her first line after waking up is just, ow. Well, because <laughs> in my brain, when I thought, when she started to, like, cough and breathe after, I was like, oh, man. It's just like when, you know, when you go to the dentist and your tongue gets numb and you start chewing on it. Right. And you're like, oh, man, this feels great. And then after, you're like, oh, I've made a huge mistake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like that. But obviously ten times worse. She's um, just, like, bashing her head against a wall. Oh, yeah, her wrists have been cut open. Her neck has been cut open. Open. She's just like oh, yeah, she broke her barely arm. Barely can move her, uh, her shoulder. Yeah, her shoulder. Dislocated her shoulder. Or something I mean, like that. and all the pain from her leg is back too. Yeah, right. her whole body is practically broken. And my and that's what I was thinking. I was just like, oh man, that is going to be a rude awakening for her. And that's mm. why she was just like, ow, <laughs> ow. Yeah. I mean, comparatively to when uh, Allie was essentially flooding her with all of the pain, yeah. I guess it must be a little less so. Yes. Right. But also, I feel like because of all that, too, she's probably in a little bit of extra pain and way more exhausted than she should be. Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, she definitely got She needs a break. Someone send her to Hawaii and just, like, hang out. Yeah. <laughs> Have a uh, pina colada. So let, we'll back it up, too. Yes. Yeah. So uh, before she was saved... Uh, she was basically like a, a demon possessed. She was, she was making guttural sounds, trying to escape, trying to get any information she could from for Allie. Right. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. I personally absolutely loved the sort of like sci-fi horror take that this episode took. Yeah. Where yeah. she's basically Shang Tsung from Mortal Kombat the movie. And when she's, oh my gosh. And she's like, it's like everybody has to face their worst fears. And she's like telling it like it is, uh-huh. you know, and everybody's having their moment of like, no, don't listen to her. But then everybody breaks. Yeah. Um, I loved that. I also just like loved the sort of the feeling that all these AI people who have taken the chip are just zombies. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just, they started to just inject this total like sci fi horror, like event horizon kind of feel into this show. Yeah. Um, which, if anybody who's listening doesn't know what that movie is, it's a horribly like, just like frightening. <laughs> Uh, sci-fi horror movie from the mid '90s, but yeah. anyway, uh, that I loved that, and I thought it was awesome. And all of her possessed demonic stuff, of screaming and trying to escape, and then just yeah. like her moments where she, she's like, it was just awesome. And then when yeah. Clark kept threatening with the chip, uh-huh. and then Allie would be like, wait, wait, let him help you, or like calm down for a second, <laughs> you know, totally in control. I don't know if that was yeah. awesome. Uh, I thought it was crazy. I I really just wanted that. I mean, obviously we wouldn't have a story if they did this, but I really just wanted them to just keep her blindfolded the entire time. Yeah, yeah. I thought that I would don't be know a good why. idea. Because they, they had her blindfold when they came in, and then they took it off when she got into the bed, and I was just like, right. why did you do that? You could have just you could have saved yourself from trouble and just kept it. I mean, I feel like I feel like obviously she would have figured out a way to get right. it off in some way, shape, or form, but it just it just seemed like it would have been easier, but then we wouldn't get to see Lindsay Morgan's pretty eyes. So, right. We also no. wouldn't get to see her bite Clark's forearm. <laughs> Whoa! That's, that's awesome! Yeah. I love uh, that. Also, Jasper got hit a lot in the face, which made me happy and sad at the same time. Yeah. Like, yeah. I had mixed feels, guys. Um, but kind of speaking to your point, uh, this show, I will say, does horror really well. Mm-hmm. Like, if we, if we go back to last season, when we were in that old parking garage and we had that like Christmas music playing and it was all the act like uh, the zombie or the flesh eating the the reapers the reapers yes 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 yes. (laughs) Um, so I feel like uh, they're really playing to their strengths in this episode the the, the, the live chat told me not to stop using logic sorry (laughs) I found that really entertaining Continue, but yes, I seeing Lincoln like we've talked about before pretty much rip open a person and start eating them is just like we have hit that point, CW. Yeah. You have you have creeped into my nightmares. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, the show definitely it's definitely uh, like like flirted with just straight horror, like sci-fi horror now several yeah. times, uh, and they just keep evolving it in such like a 
such like a striking way at, at certain mm-hmm. moments, you know, mm-hmm. obviously like some, some of the, some of the impactful deaths have like meant more. Some of those moments have been heavier, but I still feel like the show definitely has that Game of Thrones vibe where you just never really know what direction it's going to take. Everything is kind of on the table. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In a weird way. Like if you think about how difficult it is going to be to, or well, actually we'll, we'll get to that later, but just like just yeah. how difficult it's going to be to deal with, uh, the stakes that they're now setting up for us. Yeah. And I like yeah. that, you know? It definitely feels, the stakes feel very real. It's funny, uh, not to uh, to keep, like, beating this uh, genre with, a, like, a dead horse, but, like, uh, I loved, the one thing I do love about this episode and what The 100 has been doing, maybe because for me, <clears throat> I really love, like, Twilight Zone, because mm-hmm. it's it's enough for it to be, it's not complete horror, but it's it's enough of a creepy, scary vibe to the point where you're watching it and you're like, okay, I'm going through this, and then there's, like, that one thing that kind of just turns it, and you're yeah. like, oh, Okay, I did. I wasn't. I wasn't ready for that. So like, my version of that was with with Monty's mom, which we'll get to a little bit later. But that, uh, it always reminds me of that story from the Twilight Zone where that there was a bomb and that guy who really loved to read during. Yeah, I think he was a banker, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Hi, I'm alone now. I don't have to deal with a nagging wife and crazy coworkers. I don't have to go to work. I'm just gonna sit here and read my books." And then he drops his reading glasses and he can't see and he's just surrounded by books and he's by himself. Like that kind of twist. Yeah. Yeah. I think the hundred's really good with that, writing wise. Yeah. Is that taking something that seems like, oh wow, this is really crazy, and then just adding a little bit more to it and then just going, Oh, there goes my soul. Yeah. Cool, right. thanks. <laughs> and I thought that's what it felt like this episode, that but it brought that back for me a little bit at the end. Yeah. So I didn't mean to go on a crazy tangent. Oh, no, I just fine. that's where my opinion. Tangents are welcome on this panel. Totally. Yeah. That's what we thrive on. <laughs> a little it's, bit. <laughs> <laughs> um I mean, since you mentioned Monty's mom, um I and and crazy super weird twists. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the whole arc that Monty went through this yes. episode. I yeah. also agree with you. I mean especially at the end, right? The one line. Oh yeah. Oh could've, yeah. I could have saved my mom. You're like, oh my God, <laughs> this I is wish, so dark. I wish you guys could have seen her. That's what I'm talking about was that one moment yeah. of just like, oh my God. And that's yeah. what it was for me. And and I didn't want to get to that. That's why I'm really glad that you brought that up. Yeah. Because I was like, I want someone to say the line. <laughs> um, but it just it, it, it was funny because we didn't even think about that until Raven got saved and then just Monty just looks literally not at the camera but a little bit off and just goes I could have saved her and literally all of us if you guys could see our faces were just like it was dark, man. <laughs> it was dark. Like just the just the whole it's one of those moments he's standing there holding the gun and you're just like is he really going to wound her or something yeah. or is he nope. going to no, he's just going to kill, kill her. her. Yeah. And it's justified because she was going to kill Octavia. Yeah. I mean, there was no, there was, I mean, she didn't even flinch when she got shot the first time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She pulled like an action movie hero thing where you get shot in the shoulder, but you just keep shooting. Yeah. yeah. And then the second one took her out. Um, I know that you guys had voiced a little bit of, uh, not concern, but yeah. you guys were uh, interested in the, in the fact that she was able to take Octavia down, who was a, a vibrant young lady. What? And, but, the, and like a warrior. Yeah. But, but but she's grieving. Though, yeah. I, I, I like to imagine that it's like if you're fighting someone on PCP. Like, if, uh, if you have someone who sense. can't feel pain, you're yeah. essentially like... That's it doesn't fair. mean, because yeah. Yeah, she was punching her and trying to do all these things, and she wasn't really affected by it. So that yeah. makes sense. I didn't even think about that. Now, Octavia probably wasn't going full warrior mode, because she probably didn't realize the stakes quite until she was about to just have her throat cut open. No, yeah. I think she was about to get her head cut off completely oh, yeah. from the way that the angle was of the blade. I was like, she gonna die when oh, <laughs> we man. don't have that out. And then like the scene in the car right after with Monty and he's yeah. just like, he's like, he's like just trying to justify it. He's like, she wasn't her. She was already gone and Octavia's yeah. just trying to figure out what to say to him. But I, did you see her eyes though? She was like, mm-hmm. And I was like, oh no, Octavia, do better. Do better, Octavia. 
yeah. There's nothing you can <laughs> you say, can't. though. No, you can't. Like, there isn't. It just, that was what my brain was doing. It was just like, do better. <laughs> On the subject of Octavia, like, I, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. More and more, she just becomes... Like my oh. favorite character on the yeah. show. I love her hair all down now. She doesn't have it up like she had before. Yeah. She's just completely disheveled. She's just like, I'm just here to yeah. just be here. Yeah. And more and more, I'm just sort of like, I wonder, I just wonder, like, will it ever swing around where she takes over? Because she's just, I don't, I don't know. I just, I sort of just feel like I would be, I would be satisfied if that's the direction they eventually took the show is that she steps in and she's like, all right, I am in fact one of the hundred. I am part of Sky Crew. And like, I, it's my duty to lead because these other leaders are just busted and broken and just, mm. no. I mean, so I can, Whoa. no, I can see it. Sorry. No, go ahead. No, no, that was pretty much it. I mean, I can see that eventually happening, but I feel like everyone has gone through so much loss. I don't think they're even thinking about who's in charge anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. I mean, I see it as, I think that she could t- definitely take on a leadership role. Like, I think that at some point, uh, and I would I would hate to lose Indra, but like at some point her mentor character is gonna have to yep. be taken yeah. out of the game, yep. and it's it'll be a reason for her to stay. Like right now she's that reluctant warrior, the like if you're going back to old samurai movies, the mm-hmm. the Ronin who's like I don't want any part of this, yeah, and yep. then is brought into the war. So I think that like especially now that we have this giant united front um, against Ali and her her zombies, like I think that. That will be her moment to step up, and I, I would love to see a scene where it's her and Clark, kind of like back to back fighting together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to see our group, our original group, just really just battling it out together and just getting over all all the loss, all the drama, all the things that that has happened to them, and just focus on going through this massive army of people, whether it's grounders or not, and just and just own pretty much. Mm. And I think it would just, I don't know, I just think it would be great and it would be nice to see. Either either it's a, the finale or a big battle, whatever. I just, it would be nice to see them all back on that same collaborative level that they were when they were protecting the dropship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would be also very curious. Marie is not active on social media, really. She, I think she is on Instagram, but definitely not Twitter. She pretty much doesn't use her Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know anything about her. I mean, aside from like what we've heard from Ricky and, and various interviews, but... It'd be very cool to ever get her on here. It'd be, yeah. She'd be fun to sit down with and have in here and just like hear hear about some of the stories. She has such a unique character in the show. They mm-hmm. really gave her such like a unique role. Um, very very interesting. I yeah. like I like the development of her character a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I think she's the one character. I probably have already said this way too much, but I think that she's the one that's gone through the most character development. Yeah. yeah. I think. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, I would say so. I think she has. She's definitely had the biggest arc. Yeah, yeah. I'd agree. Um, I mean, and kind of jumping off of Octavia, I, w- I want to talk about Bellamy for a little bit. Yeah. That he had a he's, he he had a rough episode in that like he yeah. all his all his all of his sins are kind of coming back to haunt him. Yes. Um, and I like that he, he, that possessed Raven called out the fact that he's he's very much a follower. He's he's always looking for someone to take the lead so he can just <laughs> be there. You yeah, know? he's not the typical when he came out of what his little tent shirtless with two women coming back with the out. Guns. Like, yeah, with yeah, the guns. Right. Like it's that's not. <laughs> I think yeah. it's great, but I but it's nice to see, it's it's crazy to me to see all these characters from when we first saw them with we're back bitches to yeah. shirtless Bellamy drinking and whatever and having sex and now he's got scars all over his face and he's pretty much not like the most hated character but he's pretty much despised in every aspect of the word so right was that the first time since it happened that the ba- the the Bellamy Raven sex was actually referenced in the show yeah i think it actually might have been like i think that yeah. happened so early on as such like a 
it's such just like a tertiary moment. Yeah. And then it's like just never been brought up but again. I'm, but I'm glad that she did though, because I was sitting there going, what is she really going to put on top of Ellie besides the fact of his new girlfriend that didn't last very long? It was like three months, yeah. you know, that yeah. kind of thing. Um, but I was like, oh man, I wonder if she's going to use their relationship. And I was like, well, their relationship wasn't really that big. It just kind of no. happened. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, mm. I also like that she brought up the fact that when the culling happened, it was all Bellamy's fault. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had a, almost forgot about that, and mm-hmm. then she said it, and it really like all flooded back that yeah. he is he's he has so much blood on his hands. He at this does. Point. Yeah, yeah. He and Clark are like competing <laughs> all the time yeah. with Who's killing killed more. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I also I did like Octavia's line to him when they're arguing at the beginning, and she's just like, "Just because you turned in Pike doesn't mean." Like what? What was the lines? Like just because you turned in doesn't make you uh, a good guy again. Yeah, it doesn't make you a good guy again, right? Like you just did that because you were trying to protect me, not because. And I thought that was great. I mean, his I've said it before. Like his character is definitely one where they they've pushed him pretty far. His moral compass is pretty gone. It's to to bring him back as a likable leader character is going to be hard to do. Yeah, he's. But I think he, yeah, I was gonna say I'm like I think he's making his way very slowly, but I feel like he's he's already he's already trying. But I love how we've all kind of already forgot just a little bit about it, especially with him trying to help everybody out. Like Jasper, go take a break or fight, take a right. you know whatever, and everyone and he just goes, you know, like we just kind of just threw that in the back of our mind for just like a split second. So if Bellamy and Clark are on opposite <clears throat> sides of sort of the same coin, like they're I guess they're sort of like the analog to one another in a lot of ways, right? Um. I was noticing in tonight's episode, like, the way people were talking to Clark and just the way that she's navigated this this entire saga, especially, like, the stuff with Lexa and sort of not abandoning her people, but, like, just jumping ship to be over in Polis and all that. And also with her sort of, like, that martyr attitude she takes, she's kind of a selfish character, right? Yeah. She kind of just, like, she kind of has this, like, I'm just doing this to help people attitude, but at the end of the day, it often feels like she's just, like, serving herself under the guise of serving her people. Didn't Raven bring that up? Yeah. Yeah. And I I wrote it as my first note, and then she starts talking about it when she's giving her the thing. And, like, it's kind of interesting that she's supposed to be the lead character, but in a lot of ways, she's... It's not that defensible, like, what she's done. Yeah. Well, I mean, though, you could say, I guess, to try to defend the indefensible. There you go. It's all been out of, I guess, perceived necessity. I mean, yes, since the beginning, she has been the character who's kind of try to fight for what's right. Yeah. And so, like, I think that she's the she's supposed to symbolize, like, idealism. Like, if you have an idealist character, uh, I mean, and she has many, many flaws. Mm-hmm. Um, like a human being would. Right. Yeah. Uh, whereas, like, the other side where is Bellamy being, he's kind of a realist, but he's also, like, he's also the opposite side of an idealist in that, mm-hmm. like, his ideals are all about using force and her ideals are all about passiveness yeah and so like i think that i think that yes overall she is selfish in that she uh she wants everything to happen the way that she thinks it should yeah um but i think that it comes from an altruistic place yeah because it's never like it never seems like she's doing it to for her own sake like if anything it feels like uh she's doing it in spite of what she actually wants because I think the first selfish thing she did was when she left Arcadia. Yes, I completely agree with that. So, okay, if you take the two characters and you say that Clark uh, was pulled into the the sort of lifestyle in Polis and her willingness to kind of, like, stay there and, and like, I guess, like, back Lexa and all that because mm-hmm. of her love for Lexa. That was, like, her selfish decision because she loved Lexa. Whereas right. Bellamy was driven by anger and sided with Pike and did something horrible. So that was, like, sort of his selfish decision. It's interesting the show presents those two characters to us, though, where... 
Clark's is driven by love, and she's like this fierce, respectful leader, where Bellamy's selfish decision was driven by anger and willingness to be submissive to somebody who seemed like sort of a corrupt leader. Right. And the idea that whose actions are more defensible, they present it to feel like Clark's should be more defensible because of the reasons she made him, whereas I don't know that that's necessarily the case. And I was going to say, I completely, I was going to say I completely disagree with that because not your what you were saying, but the fact that it's, they both did something that was wrong, but to them thought was right. Yeah, they present Bellamy as a much weaker character, even though both of them, I think, made questionable decisions to abandon their people in some ways. Right. Yeah. I think, well, I would say, as a character, Bellamy is weaker. Yes. Yeah. Um, because I think that when it comes down to it, he never has the, he never has the, the like, heart to make the big hard choices right. and he always and that's what make why he's such a follower is that he leaves it to someone else to make those choices he'll go right up to the end and then he will put someone else's hand on the button yeah hmm yeah that's interesting that's yeah. interesting it's also interesting that this episode we got nothing from any of the adults so aside from monty's mom um, right but we saw we saw no henry and cusack we saw no page we didn't see uh what happened to pike we have no clue on any of that stuff we didn't yeah. even see lincoln's body i mean they Oh, that was two episodes ago. That was two episodes ago. Yeah. Uh, yes. 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 I mean, but I'm glad that they they we didn't have to see that. I wanted to see not the kids, but like I wanted to see our original group try to figure this this out on their own. Yeah. yeah. Without, I mean, they had Sinclair, but like mostly figure it out on their own. Yeah. And go through I like their when own they problems. do self single. Me too. Like, yeah, self contained stories. Yeah, me yeah. too. Those are always the best. Yeah, especially with the original with the original group too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about Allie's plan a little bit. Yeah. Um, crazy. <laughs> she's so nuts. Yeah. I mean, she's not even a real person though, so I kind of get it. There's I no like, more, there's no moral compass. Remember at the beginning of the season when we were all talking and I was like, I'm just totally not interested in this whole like mm-hmm. AI, Jaha and Richard <laughs> Harmon story. I was like, I just get it me back to the story that I care about. And then yeah. all, I think Rothenberg was talking about an article like it's going to really come swing around. It'll be a little more minor to start, but it's going to be very important as we go into the season totally right yeah totally just like has just flipped the entire story on its head the fact that all the adults are just like ai zombies now mm-hmm. and like the kids i don't know it's just so cool to me and i love that at the end she looks so crazy when she's talking to jaha and she's like well we'll just have to kill them all now yeah that's <laughs> the one thing that's the one thing i love about that actress is that she she like i said my favorite character that she's played was she played a police officer on the show called eureka where there's just a bunch of smart people and she's not like super smart she was just there because she's lawfully good. Right. So in this, this is a complete character switch for me because she's not lawfully good at all and she just doesn't have emotion, which is right. awesome. It's just like, good morning, Hal. Like, <laughs> or no, good morning. Yeah, uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, neutral evil, Dave. if you good will. morning, Dave. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I just, I, I'm very interested to see how she's going to kill them. I mean, she knows where they, where they were, but she doesn't know where they're going. Right. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting how she's going to follow up with that and how she's going to... Because she tried to do the whole, like, oh, let's trick them and think that I'm here to help you and really that obviously backfired in every way, shape, and form. But yeah. Do you guys think it's possible uh-huh. that once now that they know how to, like, reverse the whatever, do you think it's possible that Jaha is saved as a character? Or do you, do you think it's he's, nope. he's going down in flames? Jaha's going to die. I think he's definitely going to die. I just was, like, thinking tonight, I guess it's possible they could save him. We they, thought he's been dead before, and then he careened down to Earth in a rocket but I, ship. But I bet there you go. Well, that's what I'm. Th- that's what I'm saying. I think he's gonna do like the whole like going with the you know going down with the ship. He's just gonna be like, you can't save me. Yeah. It's too late. I've already hurt too many people. <laughs> Goodbye forever. And I'm like, Jaha, what are you doing? Well, I mean, I think that you can't 
uh, from a storytelling standpoint, if you save him, there's nothing to do with him. Yep. So, like, the only way to get out of it is to have him double down on being the villain of the season yeah. and then have him be disp- disposed of in that fashion. Feels and, that way, yeah. 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 I mean, he chose to join Ali and he chose he to be the leader. So I think that whether they take it out or, or leave it in, he's still devoted to this cause. Yeah, I, I agree with memes for president. Jaha can't be saved. He was a loony bin before the chip. And I'm like, you are correct. <laughs> yeah, he, was, he was nuts. Um, Isaiah Washington, just, the, just my man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, you know that I actually tweeted that at him, right? Oh, yeah? I saw that. That was great. Yeah? He followed me on Twitter, and that was what I tweeted at him. Nice. Immediately. My man. No response. <laughs> <laughs> Unfollow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a mistake. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, man. Um, what do you, like, do you, not to get, like, way too into predictions, but I, I don't really understand what else she needs besides just having as many followers as she can, correct? Yeah, correct. well, except that we have Raven on our side now. So we now we now have Raven back. So she was exercised, and now she's <laughs> got the chip. She's got the AI, too. So yeah. now there is... Like, what's the, what do we think is the plan for her to, um, to Get be able to back. defeat Allie. No, I mean, she says she knows how to defeat her. I, right. I wonder how that works. Yeah, that's my not, question. I don't think we're going to get that next episode. Hmm. But we need it. Because I know. Because essentially it needs to drive us forward in that right now we have this idea that this chip that Clark has is the only way to defeat Allie 1. Yes. But there's no way for, like... The way that I imagine it happening is, is if they ha- they tap uh, Alley Two against everyone's forehead or something, and it like uh, washes away Alley One. Because like right now, it's just a chip. There's yeah. nothing that it can do that can physically stop Alley. It's not thought- just a chip. It's Lexa. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are correct. <laughs> just throw it at the yes. No, I thought at first I thought they were gonna put it in Raven, and then Clark was gonna have like a major yeah. meltdown, and I was like, wait a minute, let's bring that it back. That would have been great. But that would have been great. Yeah. yeah. But then it would have been weird. I think a little bit. Yeah, yeah that would have been super weird. Yeah. 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 And then uh, I would have my final fan fiction of having Raven and Clark together. But anyway, I digress. Um, Is that your moment? Really? I just is I, that your I, ultimate? Fan? I'm weird Clavin. about blondes and brunettes together. I don't know. It's weird. Um, you want Clavin? I didn't know that. Uh, that's just me just being weird. It's just two people I'm attracted huh. to. I want them to be together right, and then yeah. be with me after. Sure. That's pretty much how I would want that Fair to happen. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't. I feel like there's going to be a way to like not uh, kind of in the same way that you were saying, but not with just like eh, the power of Christ compels you right. or communion to you. It's, I guess there has to be a way to replicate it. I just don't know how. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also, though, so they're gonna they're gonna go and try to save the day, but like, Clark's whole mission was to get this chip to Luna. What happened to that? I think that's coming back. We just we had to put a pause. Do you think Clark's gonna do the thing where they're like, okay, Avengers assemble, we're going to do our thing, and Clark's like, no, I'm taking the chip and I'm going off my own. Trust me, Luna's the thing because I am selfish and think that I'm right, and this is my. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that'll happen? I'm not even kidding. Like, not because she is selfish, just because she's like, I have the vision. This is the vision. It's going to work. Yeah. I think it depends on what the plan is. If, yeah. Like, if the uh, if the plan hinges on Ali 2 being inside of a person, then she's going to be like, well, that person has to be Luna, so right. we have to bring her into the fold. If the plan is that, essentially, you hook up Ali 2 to, right. like, some kind of machine, Where, then Where's that the backpack? Might... The backpack is on Jaha, ne? He's got the backpack, I think. Oh. So would you have to put the chip into the backpack? 
Maybe. Don't we all think that it's it's completely oh. like from the poetic standpoint what will happen that like the 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 chip is going to end up in Clark like because it's Lexa. Right. So they are, they get to be together forever because the chip goes inside her. Like doesn't that just feel like that's like what's nope. going to happen? No, I bet you it's going to I mean, we're already in yeah, predictions. Yeah, why don't we move into predictions? <laughs> we might as well just get in. Pow, pow, pow. Predictions. After Buzz TV Aww. predictions. That's okay. I'm losing um, points, Brohim. Uh-oh. Ooh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Get out of here. Um, no, what I think what's going to happen is Clark's going to have to get over the fact of letting Lexa go and doing something with else with the chip instead of actually eating it or putting it inside <laughs> of her body in some way, shape, and form. That's like how she lets her go. Yeah. Interesting. She, there, has, she has to get closure. Did you guys think it was possible Jasper was going to smash the chip at all? Even as a small chance? <laughs> I, I wanted no. him to. I know you wanted him to. I could uh, see it in your eyes. I did. I <laughs> wanted it to happen. Want to watch the world burn? I mean, kind of. Also, Just one game changer. It would. Because at that point, then... It would have been more drama, especially since the next moment was revealed that that was the only way to stop Allie. Yeah. So then having him de- destroy it, and then them having to find out another solution, whether mm. it be to create a giant EMP and dest- and destroy the chips that way, Ooh. and um, give everybody brain damage. Yeah, all of the adults. Every yeah. single one. Just of like them. You, come back, <laughs> you just come back to town, and just all the adults are just like kind of off. They're all good again. The chips are all gone, but all the adults are just kind of just like a little bit off. You're like, huh. huh. That's terrible. That's horrible. Um, That's but great. <laughs> sorry. That sounds awesome. Let's do that. Um, yeah, I think that... Just like eating glue back at the Oh, that would make me so sad. <laughs> Tari is so amused. Uh, I really Give am. Abby a helmet. Um, but like, <laughs> I just, I, I feel like there's no way that they're going to be able to do that unless like I said, there's some way where they can they can take your idea plus dealing with the chip and the backpack and just like electrocuting everybody and just making it work from there. I yeah. have no idea. I have a question. Yeah. Go for it. Do you guys think that the alley zombies um, will be what unites the tree crew and sky crew? Yes. That's what I was going to talk about next. Okay. Is that my prediction is they will go back to Polis in some way, shape, and form because we have to get, we got to get, right. uh, not Monty, Murphy out at one point. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. And and I think that they're going to see what's happening and they're just going to be like, this cannot be and we're going to kill everyone, but we will, we will try to help not kill them at the same time. Like, I think there's going to be some sort of Avengers Assemble, but with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Lord of the Rings style. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm sticking with my prediction. It's 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 the chip will end up inside of Clark. And okay. Right. Whether or not that works, it, I could see it not working, which would be sort of awesome. Yeah. They like have a big moment where they like, cut her neck open and put the chip inside her, mm-hmm. and then just nothing happens. Why are you doing yeah. this to me? And, and Clark's just like in a lot of pain, and then she's like stitched up and healing, and everybody's like, "What's going on?" She's like, "I don't know. <laughs> it's just not working." And then these are being so upset to be like, "This is supposed to help." Yeah. Because I mean, how could they do right all the time? Like, that could be like a super interesting way to move the plot forward. Maybe yeah. they have to take it out and try something else with it. <laughs> I don't know. I'd be so funny because all three of would just be like, ha! And just like, that would be yeah. <laughs> Neat. The end. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see that. But I also would like to see if it does go your way, just Clark just become, just emanating into this this being and just yeah. being like, I've got it now. And just like, just annihilating everybody. Yeah. You know I just I mean? think Clark ends up, I mean, to me, that is very clearly what's going to happen. She'll just end up being the leader. She'll she'll not. Ontario will not be the leader. Right. And Clark will be the leader because she's 
Th- I'm hoping that I'm really hoping that Luna makes it and actually becomes a leader. That would be nice. Let's yeah. actually have something go to plan. Gosh darn it. <laughs> yeah. Whoever whoever Luna is. Um. Anyway. So yeah. uh, let's do a quick lighthouse before Ooh. we lighthouse. head out. So we had some really cool Bellarky stuff go on today. We did have some Bellarky yeah. stuff happen. Barf. Uh, and then we had some sweet, sweet chip action. Barf. Clip, buddy. It's yeah. clip. Oh, I'm sorry. Some sweet, sweet clip action. Do we actually think that there might be, not like a romantic setting, I know you guys want it, but <laughs> do you think that we're actually going to get some romance between Bellamy and Clark this episode? Or, or not episode, but this season? Or it's just going to be a lot of teasing, a lot of foreplay? At this point, my feeling with that relationship is that they're never going to give us Bellark. It doesn't. It actually doesn't feel like that's ever going to be something that happens What is this, again. an anime? What's happening? I just want them to get together. No, I'm just kidding. I know. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it's, it still seems, you know, it still seems to sort of make sense that they would, but I just don't get the feeling it'll ever happen. Like, the yeah. characters feel like they've evolved yeah. in different directions now. Yeah. I think they're they're both, like, especially since Clark just lost someone, I, I don't think that we're No, I don't think anything's going to happen. Yeah. No. I think it's just going to be, like I said, the the little bit of, a little bit like, hat tease, nudge, and then that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're they they're sort of like I don't want to say they're brother sister because I don't think that's really like correct. Because they're so angry. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't think they're brother sister, but they're they're they feel very much more like leaders of their sort of own. They're comrades. There's a mutual respect. Yes. And yeah. That's, and that's what it is. I think that's what it'll stay. No, not to say that it's impossible that it wouldn't, because it could. It honestly, it honestly could happen, but um, <laughs> I just. Yeah, just the way that they're developing it now, that doesn't feel like what's going to happen yeah. to me. It, if it happens, it has to be a natural thing. They can't just, like, force it and be like, oh, man, you're cute, I'm cute, let's make out. Like, it has I to mean, be really organic. CW has done stuff like that before. <laughs> Not with the 100, but, We're like, beyond the CW's rules now. I get that. Game over. I'm just not ready for that. You know CW, be? if you do that, I will actually high-five you in the face with a chair. It could be the relationship <laughs> that the show ends on. That's what I could see. But right. it would take us till the end of the show to see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that I could. See. I don't want it. I really don't. But if it does, I'm just gonna be like, all right, cool. Let's <laughs> yeah. move on from this and keep going with the story. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we're out of time, guys. Ugh, so nice. thank you for joining us for the hundred After Buzz T on After Buzz Get TV. It. Get it. Uh, Get it. Let us know below uh, in the comments and in the chat. Blah blah blah. Tweet us. Uh, let us know what you thought of the episode. And uh, in the interim between now and next week, where can they find you? Mr. Ben Bateman. Well, you guys can find me at Ben Bateman Media on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to find this song by Gangstar titled Full Clip, <laughs> uh, it's probably somewhere you can find it. And I did yeah. like this song. No, I don't like it anymore. I'm just <laughs> um, you can find me all over social media as atorres890. Please follow my YouTube uh, channel. We talk about uh, things all the time. And I have my awesome show that's called Hump Day Lunch Hour, where we talk about topics on Hump Day, which is Wednesdays, in my car my lunch hour. Cool. Nice. Mm-hmm. And I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. It's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. And uh, if you keep a tab on my Twitter, I'll be tweeting out a few little voiceover things that I've done yes. over the last couple weeks. Sweet. Uh, so you'll hear me do some crazy stuff. So uh, keep an eye out. Uh, until next week, thank you for joining us. Make sure to like, subscribe, leave us uh, comments on iTunes and SoundCloud. Uh, until then, stay grounded. Bye, guys. <laughs>
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.